0: the daily nugget i'm mike conan and this is today's daily nugget well sorry i took a little time off there i was on a vacation with my family but back now and we are looking at first peter 4 and i know we're picking up where we left off and paul's uh, peter excuse me he's talking about suffering for christ and how we will stand out in the world when we do not do what others around us do Uh, Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. As a result, they do not live the rest of their lives for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. And again, we talked about this being the change that happens to us when we come to Christ is instead of living for just raw human desires, we now live for the will of God, the glory of God. And then he goes on to say, for you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do. And then he lists, in case you're wondering, okay, well, what is it this earthly life looks like? And he says this, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing. And detestable idolatry. They are surprised that you do not join them in their reckless wild living and they heap abuse on you. But they will have to give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is the reason the gospel was preached even to those who are now dead. So that they might be judged according to human standards in regard to the body. But live according to God in regard to the spirit. Okay. Okay. Well, that's enough red for today. Uh, I want to unpack a little bit of that list because it's a very similar to list uh, that we find in other places and specifically in Galatians 5 uh, where the Apostle um, Paul goes through a similar list. Interestingly, uh, the Apostle Paul's list accompanies nine different references to division and uh, things that the people in Galatia were struggling with. Um, but here you see... Uh, the list really deals with who these folks that, that Peter is right into, these folks that are spread out in this pagan culture are dealing with head on. Uh, and it's this, uh, debauchery. And debauchery in general is turning yourself over to your carnal desires, okay? It's, it's not having any self-control. And so you just have given yourself over to a general practice of doing whatever you want, whenever you want. Usually it's associated with things uh, that the world has uh, in some way labeled as evil, Uh, like uh, the list that goes on, okay? Uh, Lust, and we we know what lust is, and uh, interesting that he even lists lust in this context, because he's also going to list orgies, carousing in the context here too. So uh, we know that Uh, he wants to make sure that people understand that it's not just the participation in these things, but it's also that part of us that is uh, turned on, that is drawn in uh, to think about these things. Uh, And lust is something that is, I was just thinking about this the other day. The guy who wrote Every Man's Battle, um, he has in the opening line, he tells you why he wrote the book. Uh, And he says that he's driving along in the car and he sees a woman and he's checking out this this beautiful woman, and the car in front of him stops and he rear-ends the car. And it's at that point that he realized, man, I've got to do something about this situation that I'm in, and it's a battle. And this is a pastor, by the way. Uh, and so he starts this whole thing, every man's battle, and uh, now it's, you know, becoming a nationwide thing, and now there's tons of other things that are that way, but uh, lust is something that never starts off as evil. Uh, lust is something that always starts off... Uh, with appreciating something that's beautiful. Uh, for instance, women are beautiful. Uh, and uh, there's nothing wrong with appreciating uh, a beautiful woman. Now, if you're not married to that woman, or she's married to somebody else, then you got to be really careful with the line and where you draw it. But uh, there is a point where you start to think of yourself with that person, and that's lust. All right, now, he continues on with the drunkenness. Uh, and This is interesting because I I don't know how people miss this in the Bible, but it's clearly taught uh, that this is not the life that we're supposed to live. doesn't mean you can't drink. No, that's not what it says. Um, Now, I know people that uh, don't drink because they don't want to be around folks who might be alcoholics and cause them to stumble. Uh, I know people who quit drinking because their parents were alcoholics, and the preacher came in and and the dad pretended like he wasn't an alcoholic, and the preacher drank with his dad and and then when his dad was done, he drank a whole bunch more and beat them, and it was a terrible memory and and I get it. Uh, and the same thing with Christians when we're doing that. it's it's the same thing as a preacher. You know we represent something to people. Um, but uh, the drunkenness is the is the real issue in this text, which means, of course, they, you choose to uh, go so far that you lose control of your uh, inhibitions and you will do all kinds of things you shouldn't be doing. And orgies is uh, would most likely have been uh, associated with worship at that time, but it was very sexually arousing uh, type of things. And, and I don't even want to go into the details of that, but you get the idea. But in this context, it, it has a lot to do with worship. Um, and how they worshipped at that time. Uh, carousing, you, you kind of get an idea what that is. And then detestable idolatry, which is the problem with God's people throughout history, it seems to be that the people around them worship idols, so they found themselves sucked into worshipping idols. Uh, idols are simply this. Anything that, that we uh, set up as an image or a thought, um, not a thought, excuse me, an image or representation of who god is and we start to worship that representation rather than the true god okay there's a lot there um let me just say this okay we're told that we're not supposed to live like this anymore and if you're living like this then you are uh aren't in a place that god does not want you to be he wants you to be someone who turns away from these things and embraces christ and embraces a new life uh, and he tells you point blank you're going to be judged And he goes on to say, uh, that, hey, this is why we preach to people who are up there now, because we knew they were going to be judged. Uh, And so just in your mind, be remembering that. Everybody's going to stand before Christ in judgment. And it is true uh, that you will face judgment for everything that you have done. Having said that, though, uh, it is also true that if the blood of Christ has purchased you, uh, then Christ has paid the penalty for the things that you have done that have fallen into this category of debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. And so that is good news, my friends. And I will leave it with that good news. We're supposed to be different people. If you're into any of these things right now, repent and ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask the Lord to break your heart if you are finding yourself so drawn you can't quit. And to give you power, give you strength, get the help you need. Uh, and then uh, see what God would do with that and see if he can lead you out of it. Um, because one day you will face judgment for these things. Don't be mistaken. All right, I'll leave it at that. Uh, It's a tough call, but it's our call. Amen. Hey, this is a ministry of our true legacy. Thanks for listening.